You guys, as I am listening to all of these old radio talk shows, I can't help but wonder, where are they now? So I have been able to reach out and find some of the people that I originally did an interview with. I hope you enjoy this update. You know, I think it's good, especially with stories about depression, to have a oh. follow-up. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it's 20 years. It's not too long to follow up on this. So <laughs> no. I was just thinking that too. I listened to your show yesterday and I'm like, okay, I'm so excited to find out where you are now. Like what is going on with you over 20 years? What has happened in your life since we last spoke? Well, 20 more grandchildren have happened. We've served two missions and we're planning another one. I am working as a secretary for the church psychiatric committee. Just because of our last mission, we got connected with the people in family services and a psychiatrist that he and I really clicked. And so um, I've just, I just felt the Lord needed me to work with him because he's changing lives. He's the one who wrote the adjusting to missionary life. I, I just feel like those principles work for everybody. I want to be doing something that's of service. So that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. I, for a while, I directed um, the Madsen Memorial Chorus, which is not young children. It is retired women. Oh, wow. Until um, it just, there were so few and they kept getting older and dying. And so that kind of just ended ended. That was delightful. We've had a lot of wonderful life experiences. I've read a lot and learned a lot and grown. That's great. So how has the depression gone over the last 20 years? What have you been able to do about that? I, I think that the decision that I talked about in that interview 20 years ago, there is a line I will not cross has been my mantra. And like everybody, there are ups and downs. There's good days and bad days, but there's a line I don't go over. And that line is to think that my life is not worth living. And I don't go there. I just, I've come to realize that um, I am of value. I have a work to do. The work does not define my value. My value is set in stone. And God will always be there to sustain and support me if I will try. It has been fabulous. I have had such a happy life. It's, oh. it's had challenges. I've had a child that struggled with bipolar and alcoholism. We've been through successful, happy lives and children with divorces. And I wouldn't trade a moment of that life for the things that I have learned that have sustained me and expanded my horizons forever. That's great. Good. I remember one of the things from our original interview was just do something for like 10 minutes. It was something like, just, mm -hmm. just do this and just worry about the next 10 minutes. Right. It's something I've, I've come to realize that small things, tiny. In fact, one of the books that I truly enjoy is James Clear's Atomic Habits. 
and atomic meaning the smallest undivisible unit that if you can make one tiny change and then another and then another then incredible things happen and i have seen that one tiny change in my life such as i read something uh, a blog called the fly lady and fly stands for first love yourself the one thing I took away from that was every morning, get up, get dressed, put a load of wash in. Well, that was a game changer because I am never behind on my wash. Since that day, I have never been behind. I get up, I get dressed, I throw a load of wash in. I say my prayers, I read my scriptures, the wash is ready to change. I go exercise with my husband, it's all dry, I'm done. And without any pain or stress in my life, that's a great concept. I love Isn't that. Isn't that? And it's so just simple. a tiny thing. Yep. I thought, how long does it truly take to do wash? It takes about 15 seconds to get it into the washing machine. And it takes maybe a minute to change it and hang up stuff that needs to be hung up. And then it takes maybe two minutes to fold it. That's all it takes. It is not a three-day project unless I let 14 loads build up. Exactly. And that's the key is not letting it build up. Doing that little bit each day makes it so it is quick and easy compared to putting it off and waiting a week and taking all day to do this project. Yeah. But if somebody asked me about Londi, to me, it's a joy. And I think that that kind of is a metaphor for my life. If I can make a tiny change that creates order and peace in my life, if I can think in a way that kind of turns the tables on feeling like I'm a failure, then, and it, it doesn't have to be a big change. It's a tiny change that says, I'm sorry, I don't go there. It's just setting that lineup and saying, I'm not going to that place. I may need to get up and do dishes. I may need to get up and take a walk. I may need to get up and throw a pillow or go throw rocks in a river or whatever I need to do in order to get my brain to think in different patterns. But I can do it. And the brain is a muscle and it gets set in repeating patterns. And if I learn to make those patterns positive and growth mindset um, oriented, like, oh, wow, that was a mistake. What did I learn from that? then that makes a world of difference rather than I made a mistake, I'm a loser. So those are the kinds of things that I have learned and I have come to learn, uh, love learning about this in every way that I can. And um, I know that there are options. There are always ways out. And 20 years have proven to me that that's true. That is great. What an inspiration. I appreciate you sharing that because it's fun to hear after 20 years that you're still sticking with the same concept that helped you then. And now you've raised your family and now you're a grandma and now you're a missionary. And those things are still holding you to being this more positive person and being able to function daily and being able to deal with some of the things that you've been through and to still be standing and still going forward. Sure. And I'm happy. I am ju- I'm getting better every day. Um, and what a miraculous thing to realize that 
the way I think about myself is a choice. It is mm -hmm. not something that oppresses or is cast upon me that I cannot get out of. One of the things that I realized from going through depression, when I went back and looked at it, was there was a tipping point several times during the day where I had the option to keep um, fighting the fight, to stay in a positive frame of mind, or to give up and quit and say it's not worth it. And when I was making those choices to go into depression, I was making the choice to give up. I was saying it's not worth it. I can't do this. I'll never be able to do this. Whereas if I say, well, I can do it for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes, I can go take a walk. For 10 minutes, I can play the piano. For 10 minutes, I can, uh, I usually have to do something physical. Reading something doesn't really work well for me at that point. But um, getting up and doing something physical, I can clean the pencil section of my drawer. Doesn't that sound, it sounds so trivial. But all you need is something to break that cycle and, and get your body back in charge. Right. And then your mind will start to calm down. There's another thing that is a little harder to do, but it's very, it has a profound effect. And that is that I have um, several statements of truth about myself such as God created a beautiful body for me and he thinks it's beautiful and he thinks that it will someday be eternal. The trick is to be able to look at myself in the mirror and say those words and to say, I am capable. I am lovable. I am succeeding. I can make progress one step at a time today. So whatever, true statements you want to say about yourself, you kind of look at it um, and choose ones that are meaningful for you and mind change. But to be able to look at myself at least one time a day in the mirror and say, this is how God feels about me. This is how I feel about me. This is what's going to go down in my life today. I love that. Um, Does that quiet that voice a lot if you do it that? Quiet, it's just yeah. the voice, if left uncontrolled, will take over. And so if we go through our whole life making mistakes and learning from them, imagine the store of knowledge we will have. And what I love is we can use that to help others. We can. And, and maybe they'll make their own mistakes, but right. if we can help them not make our mistakes, then right. we're kind of useful then. Or have empathy for when they do. I'm like, wow, right. I did that. I know how that feels, you know? So that helps too. That, I think that that is crucial. I think the world is starving for, I get that. I made that mistake too. Let me walk with you for a while. Just to be a friend, to be there for people when they're struggling and to help hold them up is if we just tell each other our stories we're willing to tell the truth, to say, yep, I went through that. Yep, and my kids went through this, and I'm dealing with this, and that's okay. Yeah, I, It doesn't have anything to do with my worth. I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's not, exactly. I'm not going to that place. Yep, yep, and that's exactly it. I remember that from you teaching that, and uh, it's, it's been a good reminder. Don't go to that place. Get up and do something. 
change your thoughts, change your actions, and it changes your life. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to get more lemonade. <laughs>